never give up. Keep going. People believe in you. People are watching you. Your dreams can come true. So it might seem, you know, scary, but it's just the beginning. It will work out. Just don't give up. The GenTech Podcast discussing business, investing, and marketing. Hey guys, welcome back to the GenTech Podcast, bringing you valuable and inspirational discussion with top business owners. Today we have on Randall and Lauren, founder and CEO of Florida Girl Cosmetics. So I'm super excited to talk to her today and about her awesome business. So Randallyn, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Of course. So you have this cosmetics company, Tampa based, and I want to ask, are you originally from Tampa? Funny. I'm actually originally not even from Florida. Wow. Actually born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Um, but my connection, my love for Florida came from every single summer we would come down to Florida. So when high school came up and I decided to apply to schools, I had to go to school in Florida. And so ever since I graduated um, from Florida A&M University, I moved down here to the Tampa area and I've just been obsessed with Tampa and everything Florida since I was a little girl. I love that. And I saw that you do have a background in science and health and maybe that kind of leads your interest into cosmetics. Do you want to tell us how that connects? So yes, I do have actually have a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in biology. Um, future goals sooner than later, I'm hoping. Um, I'm going to end up being a PA. So I am very interested in um, the science background, of course, um, the medical background and cosmetics ties right into, you know, everything's so science based, like the company that I have is vegan based. So doing research um, that's, of course, beauty related, cosmetic related, but it ties right back to science and my love for biology. Definitely. And did you always have this love for makeup? And did you ever think like, wow, maybe I'll make my own makeup? So actually, what's so funny is that I've always been just really a girly girl. I used to play my mom's makeup when I was younger. I used to always love to dress up. I used to love, you know, have my little kid makeup set. And I started going to all these different social events. And I would always have to run over there to International Mall and get my makeup done at Nordstrom's. And I was like, you know, this is insane. I'm spending so much money on getting my makeup for every event. I need to learn how to do it. Um, so I started with YouTube, looking at makeup tutorials. Um, then I even took a makeup class with um, one of the well-known makeup artists that's in Tampa. And I just continued to practice and I, my love for makeup just grew even more, especially when I learned how to do it for myself. And now when I go out to my events, I it saves money and time because I can do it myself. Of course. And that's so amazing that you really got to combine your passions. You loved makeup and you love science. And when you think about it, like making your own vegan and cruelty-free cosmetics really does make sense for you. And it's, it's really great for, you know, your personal brand too. So yeah. how did you like start? Were you using makeup and you were kind of like, oh, like I want to make my own, like this isn't good enough. Like what made you start to think like, you know what, I'm going to make my own makeup. So actually during the pandemic, when 
of course, everybody was at home. So around April, 2020, I was, you know, at home, my dad's an entrepreneur. Um, and I was sitting there thinking of like, how can I start my own business? What can I do that is unique to me that I can in, like sell, but enjoy what I'm selling. And I actually like know information about it. Like it'll come like secondhand nature to me. Um, and so I thought, okay, well, let me just start off with selling lashes. And then when I started doing my research and I mean, I took a lot of research, like looking into vendors, I used to be up all night. I used to work at the hospital on night shift. So I literally started all night research. Like I would be up to like five in the morning, like insane. Right. But I just wanted to do and learn everything I had to learn about makeup, about my vendors, start off with lashes. And then I started finding out how to make my own lip glosses. And then from there, I started making lip glosses, started making liquid mattes, and then I started doing eyeshadow palettes. And it just literally started from just one single idea of, let me start selling lashes. And it just built on from there. And it's even crazier to hear, you know, you're, it's during COVID, not only is it during COVID, you're in the hospital working and, you know, you were still so passionate about this idea. You used that time and you used it good to, you know, learn more about cosmetics and really make this dream become a reality. So it's so amazing. And do you want to tell our listeners more about your company? I know I looked into it and I was talking about it before, but tell them about the different collections and everything about Florida Girl Cosmetics that makes it so special. Okay, so what's so unique about Florida Girl Cosmetics? We have six city girl collections um, from the six major cities in Florida that, of course, everybody knows. We have um, the Tampa Girl Collection, Miami Girl Collection, Jacksonville Girl Collection, Orlando Girl Collection, the Tally Girl Collection, um, Fort Lauderdale Girl Collection as well. So when I was in undergrad, me and my friends used to always joke around and we would always be like, okay, I can definitely tell that girl is from Miami. That girl is from Tampa. No, you can definitely tell by how the way that she dresses, she's from Orlando. So this is how I got this idea. So the name literally just came to me. I was like, I'm going to call this business Florida Girl Cosmetics, and I'm going to cater to the, the girls of Florida that, and even the girls that don't even live here, like the girls that love to come vacation because we have so many, you know, so we're known for tourism. So people love this state and people love to represent the city that they're either from or they visit all the time. And every single city has a way that they dress, the way that they act, the way that they talk. And so I really just wanted girls to be able to represent where they're from and to be able to stand out. Like, I definitely want to know from looking at you, oh, she's a Miami girl. She's from Miami. And so I, that's how I got the idea. And so I just wanted every single girl to be able to have their own like lash, their lip gloss, their own lip gloss, lipstick, you know, have their own identity when they're wearing my brand. And I, I kind of want to be able to see them in the streets too and be like, okay, that girl's from Tampa. Yeah. And I really love that idea. And I didn't get a chance to check out all the city girl collections, but I obviously checked out Tampa and I saw products like the Tampa lash, the eboard gloss, the Soho gloss. And I just think it's such a fun, unique idea. And especially to like these college girls who are, you know, love Soho, who wouldn't love to have like a Soho lip gloss on Soho and just all of these products are so unique and just so much fun. And 
I think it's such a great idea and I love your company for that. And I even saw that you've done a bunch of cool things like a vending machine, a Florida girl cosmetics vending machine. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So actually, um, I have started doing vending, a cosmetic vending machine. I started that back, um, last, last March. So it's been a little bit over a year. Started that, um, first one was local is located in governor square mall up in Tallahassee. I definitely wanted to go put the first wind machine in Tallahassee just because you have FSU there, you have Florida, you know, Florida and M there. You're, you also have TCC and a lot of those girls, I mean, we're there to study, but we're also there to party and look cute. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's such a convenience to be able to just go into, you know, go up to the mall, go into the vending machine and just, okay, I'm picking my lash. Okay. There's lip gloss here. I'm picking my lip gloss. I mean, granted, I know they have Sephora there too, but sometimes and I work retail as well. Sometimes you just don't want to be bothered and you just want to be able to just shop independently and just get easy access. And I know necessarily in the mall, they don't always sell like the really longer lashes, which like we have the 25 M lashes as well as the 18 mm. So we have a lash for every girl to literally be able to have that really dramatic lash and that more so subtle lash. So I, I thought it would be a great idea to bring that to definitely a college town. Um, and then most recently, we actually did have a vending machine over in Brandon Mall. It was there for like around six months. Um, and I'm actually looking at moving it potentially somewhere else in Tampa. Um, maybe Citrus Park Mall fingers crossed on that. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm like totally trying to figure out where I have this second vending machine unit somewhere. I want to put it definitely Tampa Bay's. I love that. And how amazing is it that, you know, in your job, you're able to empower women and make women feel beautiful. I just can't even imagine, like, it just must feel so good. It, it it's a, it's a really good feeling. And especially the fact that I have younger girls looking up to me, um, I have women that, I mean, like are in their forties, I mean, even in their fifties and down to my little ones, like it, it was such a big deal. Like I had, uh, participated in a pop-up shop up in Tallahassee and this little girl, I mean, she probably was like seven. She like knew about my brand. She's like, Oh, I know who you are. And I just thought it was just the cutest thing. And she was like showing me her lip gloss and I just, my biggest thing for my brand is I just want to unite girls. I want every girl to know that they're beautiful. I want them feeling pretty and I want them to be proud of where they're from. And I want them to show off this beautiful state that we live in. I love that too. And I also love that you said, you know, even though it's called Florida Girl Cosmetics, it's not only for Florida girls and everyone comes down to Florida and vacations here. So it is just such a great brand for that reason. And I see you have so much success, but I want to ask, and have you faced any you know big challenges over your career obviously you know you're you're juggling a lot right now but what are some challenges or maybe the biggest challenge that you faced in your career and how did you overcome that definitely my time management being a student was a, a huge challenge um because i was still in my graduate program when i started my business wow so that has been a challenge um Also, just because I, you know, I am moving forward into the PA profession. I also work full time, too. I work at a dermatology office. Um, So working my business, managing that 
doing my business, handling my business and going to different events during the weekend, it's a challenge. It's a struggle. Like I, sometimes I don't get enough sleep. I feel like, but it's important to like, just try to stay as organized as you can be. Um, I also do have an amazing assistant. I have actually two, um, which they're actually really good friends of mine and they've been immensely so supportive and helpful. And I'm even going to say my mom, like, my mom, bless her heart, she's retired. She doesn't have to help me as much as she does. She's also up in Michigan too. And I mean, just I I I just would not be able to manage and get orders out and be able to do events, be able to schedule things, be able to order product if I didn't have such the great amount of help that I do. And I have a really, really good supportive system. And I'm very fortunate for that. And I will never, you know, take that for granted but I definitely I, I have help from everybody and I love that you say that you know you make sure that you're so involved in these events because you know I feel like a lot of business owners kind of lack that so how important do you think it is for business owners to be involved in their local community and going to these events to you know not only promote their brand but promote their personal brand and themselves I think it's really important um especially I mean, right now I've been really trying to not travel too, too much, but I'm really trying to stay in Tampa and get to know Tampa more and get to know these other business owners that are in Tampa and really attend these events because it's so important to network because you never know down the road where you may, you know, come across someone. And sometimes it's just so beneficial to be able to feed off of other business owners. I mean, you can always, you'll miss out on opportunities if you don't take advantage of your surroundings and getting to know your community. I completely agree. Networking is definitely such an important lesson and such an important thing that I think all business owners should be doing. What other important lessons have you been learning over your career? Um, I've learned that never give up sometimes. I mean, with social media, you just can't, especially with Instagram. So where my business is really, I mean, we have a Facebook too, but it's not as active. So we really, really sell and focus on Instagram and we're just really starting to utilize TikTok a little bit more, but never think that someone's that people are not watching. People are always watching. So even though your post may come across, you might have one or two likes here and there. I promise you like 200 people saw that post, even though only you got only having one or two likes means nothing. People see you never, you know, think you're not good enough. Never give up on your goals. Never give up on your dream. Like just continue pushing. Try your hardest. Keep going. It will pay off. And I think you're such a great example of that. Never give up on your dream. You said you were coming up with this, you know, business plan while you were in grad school. You started this business in grad school. You work full time. Like it is truly amazing. And what do you, what advice would you have to, you know, someone who I'm in grad school right now? I can't even imagine starting my own business, but I mean, maybe I want to. So what advice would you have to someone who, you know, is looking to start a business right now, but has all of these other responsibilities? I'm going to say, and I'm going to actually give credit to my mom, whatever you want to do, do it. Whatever you come, whatever idea you come up with in your head and you may think that it's not reachable, do it. 
look into it, do the research, do it. It's it's attainable. You can do anything you put your mind to. And I think that's something that my mom has always instilled in me from when I was a little girl, from, you know, all the different sports I wanted to play or, you know, even me deciding to leave Michigan and come down to Florida and I'm living like the Florida dream right now. You know, do whatever you want to do and don't give up. I love that, the Florida dream. <laughs> and I want to ask, what would you say the biggest accomplishment thus far would be in your career? I know you have some nominations. So for you, what is your biggest accomplishment? I think, so I do have a nomination right now, um, actually with the Tampa Junior League. Um, I'm up for the Young Entrepreneurship um, Grant program that they have. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, I have to uh, have the opportunity to potentially be um, a vendor at their holiday market, which is a huge event that they have at the, at the Florida State Ground. So I'm like looking forward to that. So I'll be, of course, if you follow me on our Instagram, um, I'll be posting that for the next you know couple of months. So I'm hoping that to, you know, to be awarded such an accomplishment by this organization to be able to receive a grant and like to be a vendor it's just a really great opportunity and great connections to be able to um exposure for my brand ultimately so the sports would be amazing um i definitely will have to say that i've been i've done a, a few uh, online magazine interviews and even be able to do a podcast and just meet different people and just to be a note, note of notice for my business. That's what I think are the highest forms of accomplishment for me right now. Definitely. And I want to talk about this with our audience. I know me and you talked about it a little bit before, but we want to talk about the power of hashtags because that's actually how we found each other. I was looking at hashtag Tampa business for other businesses to interview on the podcast. And that's when I saw Florida Girl Cosmetics and being a lover of makeup and Florida, obviously Tampa. Wow. I just completely fell in love with this brand and I loved the idea. And I mean, who would have thought just by hashtagging Tampa business, you could have had so many business opportunities. And I know you said you had a similar experience looking up the hashtag, correct? Yes, I did. So I love hashtags. I love hashtags. When I'm posting, you know, the tally palette or the Jacksonville palette, I'm going to hashtag Jacksonville, MUA, Jacksonville, you know, makeup, whatever to get the brand out. I always, every post, I'm going to post Tampa business because first and foremost, we are a Tampa business and I love Tampa. So I'm always going to represent. Um, but it's so important to use hashtags when you're on social media because people will find you. They'll find your business, they'll find your profile. It's a great way to get that exposure that you need to build your brand. Um, I've gotten that from so many um, different opportunities. Tampa business, I use that hashtag every post. That's how I've got connected with different opportunities, um, as well as the Junior League of Tampa, um, as well as even um, I got a connection with the Florida Cane, Florida Cane Distillery. That's an Ebor. I believe they found me through that hashtag as well. Yeah, so it's definitely so important to really utilize your local community around you, especially Tampa with being such a growing company. I'm sorry, 
especially with Tampa being such a growing city, it is especially important for us to utilize our community and, you know, just really utilize those hashtags because you'll never know who is going to find you through that. So I think it's super awesome. And um, I just want to talk about, you know, what do you think has been the most effective growth strategy, either social media or networking? What has really helped you get Florida Girl Cosmetics on the map? So for me in my business, I think using influencers, social media influencers have helped my brand tremendously. Um, I have used influencers from makeup artists um, down to different influencers that are Florida based. So I try, even though, you know, there's influencers from all other states all around this, all around the country, I try to have all my influencers come from Florida. Um, my Miami influencers have been amazing. I know there's so many of them. And then most recently, just, you know, reaching out to different Tampa influencers on my brand. So I definitely appreciate all of my social media influencers. And then on top of that, too, another good strategy that people, sometimes it's a gamble. But for me, it's work for my business. So I actually run ads on Instagram. I have found them to be beneficial. Some people say they aren't. Some people say they don't work for them. For Florida Girl Cosmetics, it has worked. I will definitely say that. I wanted to get a deeper dive into influencers and talk about how Florida Girl Cosmetics effectively uses your influencers. Because I know some people get kind of scared that people are just taking advantage and want the free, um, free makeup or whatever they get. So how do you really make sure that your influencers are going to help you grow your company? So when it comes to social media influencers, I know you have to be careful because some people will not post. Um, fortunately for me, what I have one of my assistants, um, she will, I will literally look up people on Instagram. Um, I will sit on my phone on Instagram all the time and I will just go through and see different people that I think potentially would be good for the brand and be helpful the exposure of the brand. She'll send them an email. We try to be as professional as possible, even though I know people like to slide in the DMs. Sometimes we'll do DMs if needed, or sometimes on people's profile will say DM, please, or what, or you know, please DM or please email. If there's an email, we will definitely send an email, but sometimes we do do both. Um, and we I try to target the girls that are actually gonna do paid promotion because when you do when you when there's a, a money transaction involved. That person, 9.5 out of 10 is going to actually post that because you you paid for it, you know? So I try to, to post, um, I try to not post, I'm sorry. I try to have girls that are interested in doing paid promotion. But then there are some girls that we do reach out to that if they don't charge a fee, I mean, thank you for not charging me a fee. I really do appreciate that. Um most people I, I haven't really ran into, I think maybe in my very, in the very beginning when I first started, I had one girl that like didn't post the pro product, but I mean, most people I feel like are genuine if they're really interested in the brand and they like the stuff in the, you know, it's cute. Cause I let people like, if you're from Orlando and I will reach out to you and ask you, can you promote the Orlando girl collection? And I feel like people like they want to represent where they're from. They're going to post it. You know what I mean? So I just feel like I haven't 
luckily for me, I have not really faced having someone receive product and not post. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. I think I, like I said, I, I think it might've happened in the very beginning. Like when I wasn't too sharp on what I was doing, like a trial and error kind of thing. But mostly I've had um, people from reality shows and not even charge me thankfully because they just wanted to be able to represent Orlando. I, I, that literally happened. I had another girl um, from Miami that she's a reality star too, reality star um, and also a video, um, a music video girl. She posts no charge and she was so happy to support Miami. That's amazing. And I think, you know, those influencers that you find, those are the ones that you have to make really good relationships and connections with because it is hard to find that genuine connection in someone who just loves your brand and wants to support it because, you know, they love it is super special. And I'm happy to see that you've had such a positive interactions with influencers and that has really helped you um, grow your business. So you were saying you use Instagram a lot. Are you on any other social media platforms? So um, we are on TikTok. TikTok starting to utilize it a little bit more, starting to get in the rotation to make sure that's a weekly. I would love to get to two to three times a week, but we're getting, we're on TikTok. Um, and then Facebook, we're on Facebook, but not as much. So mostly I'm going to say Instagram is your best bet to find us, find where, what events we're going to be at, um, if we have any sales going on. So definitely add us on Instagram, Florida Girl, at Florida Girl Cosmetics. And as you know, a full-time business owner, you also have another career, you have kids. How do you find the time to continue to create content for your brand? Because I, I know a lot of business owners right now are, are having that trouble because, you know, Instagram reels are the huge thing now. People don't even want to post pictures anymore. You know, reels are really getting you that reach on Instagram that you can't get anywhere else. So how do you find that time to create content for your, for your company? You honestly have to force yourself. You have to force yourself to sit down, take the time out and just make the reel. I literally just had this conversation a couple of weeks ago and I was like, I'm not finding the time to, you know, really have the energy to make these reels. Like I have to force myself to make time. It's a job. Mm -hmm. Having a business is a job. It's fun, but it's a job. So if you don't, if you're not consistent, it won't work. So I know for me, I just actually did this last night. I literally was made sure that I stayed up for an extra hour and just solely just did content. So I woke up, I posted my content. I actually posted kind of late last night and I woke up and all these followers came and all these lights came and I had a couple orders for the part that I posted. So it's beneficial. It works out. You just have to make the time. I know it sucks sometimes to make reels because it's it's essentially work and you're tired. But you you have to do what you have to do. It it pays off and it's so rewarding. It's such a good feeling. Definitely. And you know, as you saw, you could really see the benefit of making reels and 
you know, making conversions through those. So it is so important to even to schedule time to not only create the real content, but you also have to find out what's trending, what sounds are trending, how you can put it to your own niche and company. So it's time consuming. And I mean, I do it too for my company. And sometimes, you know, it couldn't seem like just an easy thing, like you're just making reels, but it does take a lot of time and research that comes with it. And how do you personally find the time to stay on these trends and, you know, know the trends for especially beauty, which is such a fast industry that's always ever changing. How do you find the time to, you know, really know what's trending? I'm on my phone more than I should be. I'm always on my phone. I'm always on social media. I'm always on YouTube. I'm always watching to see what and who, what, what everybody's wearing, what everybody's doing, especially with, you know, celebrities and influencers. And so I just try to just stay on social media and on my phone all the time, which I know is such a bad thing to say. But it's in the day in the day and age that we live in, you have to be on your phone. And I know my friends hate me sometimes, but I'm on my phone so much because I feel like if I'm not on my phone, I'm going to miss a beat. I'm going to miss something. And it's true. Business owners are content creators now. Like it goes hand in hand. So it is something you really have to do. Like the TikTokers who are full time TikTokers are also on their phones all the time because they have to know the trends. But now it's the same thing with being a business owner because the only way to really grow your business is using these trends effectively and you know hoping that your content goes viral. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So I'm, I'm sorry in advance. If you see me, I'm on my phone. I promise you I will speak to you, but this is how I, I have to grow my brand. And what other skills have you really found vital to being a business owner and being an entrepreneur? Having patience. You have to have patience. That's that's a skill in itself because especially in the world that we live in now, everybody wants everything fast. They want it now. And when you're a business owner, especially starting out, you don't get anything now. You don't get anything right away. It literally comes with time. So you have to have the skill of being patient. Patient and persistent. 100%. I think that is super important. Because, you know, it takes time, like no business. I mean, some businesses do, but businesses don't just blow up overnight. You really need to take that time, that hard work and to be super consistent. And how do you stay consistent, not only with social media, but like you said, going to events and, you know, having that personal interaction too? What's the best way for you to really stay consistent with that? I think the best way for me to stay consistent is maintaining a schedule, maintaining a strict schedule, planning everything out. I have everything, like I have my own, this is so old school, but I have everything written out. I have like a little organizer planner that stays with me and I have everything written out. So at the end of my day, after I've, you know, been out all day. I come home after I'm done with my shower, you know, done with my dinner or what have you. I literally take maybe 30 minutes to just write down 
everything that I have going on, every every event I have to go to, or at least I do it for the week. So I know off rip what's going on, what I have planned, what I have to do. And that way I'm prepared. So that way I don't have to be frazzled at the last minute. I'm like just trying to get everything together. I'm like all over the place. And two, I also, along with my organization and my little planner, I tell my assistants everything. One of my assistants knows my whole life. So it helps to have, I tell my mom, I tell my assistant, and then I have it right there in my face. So I can't, I can't get confused. Yeah, it definitely holds you accountable to tell someone else too. And what plans for the future do you have for Florida Girl Cosmetics? So in the long run, um, I'm going to say five-year goal. I want to have a storefront. I want to have a storefront where, you know, girls can come in, they can get their makeup, they can buy the products. I want to be able to have girls of all ages, women, to be able to come in and get beautiful and, you know, enjoy all of the products that we have to offer. So I definitely do want a storefront. Um, that's going to be my biggest long-term goal. Um, and then my short-term is I'm really trying to get this second vending machine back out running in Tampa. Well, I am personally so excited for the storefront. I will definitely be there. And I'm just going to ask you one more question. What is the biggest takeaway that you hope our listeners learn today from this podcast? I really hope that listeners take from this. Never give up. Keep going. People believe in you. People are watching you. Your dreams can come true. You can literally leave live i'm sorry now literally live your dreams out so it might seem you know scary but it's just the beginning it will work out just don't give up keep going thank you for that and i'm just gonna now go through and kind of wrap up what we talked about on this podcast so for our listeners again this is randallyn lauren founder and ceo of florida girl cosmetics We talked a lot about how amazing it is that you're able to unite women in Florida, in the United States, everywhere, and really empower these girls and make them feel beautiful, not only on the inside, but not only on the outside, but the inside. And talked about the importance of networking and really being involved in your local community. We also talked about influencers and how you have really used influencers to scale your business and increase your reach. And just the importance of consistency and being organized and being held accountable as a business owner. So, Randallyn, thank you so much again for being on the podcast. And do you want to have tell our listeners where they can connect with you online? So definitely please add us, follow us on Instagram at Florida Girl Cosmetics, and then check on check out our e-commerce store. Um, It's FloridaGirlCosmetics.com. And again, my name is Naja Sasa, and you can find us at, at GenTech Marketing on all social media platforms. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.